if I do complain, notice consciously that I am complaining and stop it there and say, okay, that's a complaint, Ryan. Stop complaining, take it, catch that complaint and just release it. Welcome to the Hairpreneur Show, the show that teaches you, the hair pro, how to work smarter so you can make more, work less, and live a purpose-driven life on your schedule, not your clients. I'm your host, Ryan Whedon, and each week I'll teach you awesome, actionable ways to tap into your personal greatness. Through marketing mindset and confidence training, it's time to unlock the next level of you. Let's grow. Welcome to the Hairpreneur Show. I am your host, Ryan Whedon, and I am excited to be here today. It is an afternoon. It is a Wednesday afternoon where I had a few minutes to try to crank out a quick episode where we're always, as content creators, trying to find more content, and we're trying to find more time to create more content, even when we might not have the energy for it or might not even know what we're going to talk about or just even have like a very rough idea of what we're talking about. So that's what we have today. We've got a rough idea of what I'm going to be talking about and it's going to be short and it's going to be sweet, but we're going to be talking about a mindset hack here. And this is something to help you be in a positive mood more often. And I know this works because I've been using this mindset hack on myself for weeks now, and it has made such an impact in my overall mood, in my overall behavior, and it's actually really, really helped to spark more love between my wife and I. And that has been, in full honesty, kind of fleeting this year. It's been a really tough year, not that we don't love each other, but I, it's been a very stressful year, and I know I'm not the only one that's felt that. But with kids, with the COVID pandemic, with our business having to close one business and another business really suffering, it's taken a toll. And of course, when you're not really able to go out and find other outlets aside from those that you do with your immediate family and those people around you, it's been a struggle. And I've realized that a lot of it was because of the mood that I was carrying around with me. And I do my best to stay positive. And when I jump on lives and I look to the world and put my best self out there, I feel like sometimes I'm a phony because sometimes I'll turn the camera off and then I will start complaining again. And this is so not me. It's not usually like this. I'm not usually this way, but I really noticed that it took a toll after the second California shutdown this year. The first one, I was fine. I was motivated. I was working out. I was doing great. But then the second time we had to shut down in California, it really affected me deeply and emotionally. And that wasn't like all of it. There was a lot of other things going on as well with the relationship with my parents. And that has just been kind of an estrangement. It's just been one of those years. And again, I know I am not the only one and we are very blessed that we haven't gotten sick and our kids are healthy and, you know, we are able to put food on the table and and enjoy our lives given the current circumstances of the world. But we have had our our challenges, and one of those challenges has been arguments together, and I've been doing a lot of searching in my own soul to find out, is it me? Is it her? What is the stem of the problem? Is it, how are we not communicating accurately? And as much as I would love to be able to blame somebody else, I I really had to blame myself. One issue that I've always had in my life, it's a learned behavior, it's a learned habit that I got from my father, and my father great man. I really took so much from him. He passed away when I was 13. He had an incredibly amazing side to him. He was very hardworking, 
very motivating, had a lot of courage. But one of his downsides was that he got very frustrated with himself and he would have a negative outlook when things weren't going his way or going the right way and what he thought was the right way. And he would take it out on himself with like self-abuse. He would also take it out on us too. Not, it wasn't a physical punishment when we did something wrong. I mean, physical punishment back then was kind of normal in the sense that you would get spanked and spanking was where it stopped. It wasn't with like a belt or anything crazy. It wasn't like, I don't have a traumatic childhood because of that. But it was spanking was one of those things that, you know, if we, if we did something that we shouldn't have done in public and then we would get our pants dropped and put over the knee and, and have our bare ass smacked in front of the world to see. So that really sucked, <laughs> but you never did it again. I'll tell you that. And that was the eighties though. And that was a lot more accepted back then. Of course, now nineties and anything past then, you, you know, you're going to get a call to child protective services or there's that chance, right? So you don't want to be spanking your kids anymore. <laughs> uh, you got to find other ways to, to let them know that what they did wasn't appropriate, <laughs> right? Without the physicality of coming up with something that's going to really scar them emotionally and embarrass them in ways that you would never want to be embarrassed yourself. So one of those traits that I got from my father was I like to spank myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the, the trait that I got from my father was I get really frustrated. If something is not going well, I see red, I get really heated. I kind of lose a sense of myself and I don't lash out physically to hurt anybody. I have done it to myself though. I have hurt myself before. And I, when I talk about this, I talk about it in like when I was, after my father passed away in high school, it was a very lonely time for me. I would wander the halls of my high school by myself, looking for somebody to stop me and say, Hey Ryan, are you okay? Cause I was lonely. I was depressed. I was just so full of feeling that I just wanted to like, I wanted to just feel alive. I wanted to feel something besides this pain of loss, right? And somehow some kids and like myself, I wanted to just kind of hurt myself, to feel like a man, do something to give me a sense of control. And I would go and I would find brick walls and I would punch them till my hands bled. And I guess you could say that was a form of I don't know, self-mutilation. I don't want to go that far because I don't feel like it was that big of a problem to where I needed to potentially go and see a therapist, although I probably should have. But it could have probably led to that, you know, if I didn't find my way out of that hole. But I would go and I would wander the halls and I would constantly have bloody knuckles because I wanted people to see them and see the pain on the outside that I was feeling on the inside. Of course, that never happened and nobody really ever took notice to that. Or if they did take notice to it, they didn't say anything to me. So I never really got that attention that I wanted. And I didn't know that I really wanted the attention when you're that much younger. You don't really know what you want. You're just doing it because it just feels like the right thing to do, even if it's <laughs> completely the wrong thing to do. So looking back on that, I could see that, feel the pain and I can start to make sense of it now as I'm older. But I have this side of me that, that gets very down and very depressed and very angry. And unfortunately, that causes me to be very selfish. And I only see myself and what's not right for me and why my life's not better. And I was feeling a lot of that come up again this year to the point where it was starting to really affect my marriage and my relationship with my awesome, beautiful, talented wife who is someone that really puts herself last. And I tended to this time to put myself first. And of course I've got kids and they're first to me and my wife is first to me, but I lost sight of that. And I know that 
this kind of thing can happen to the best of us, which is why it's important for us to check in on ourselves periodically. Uh, but it got to, to be such a problem that I recently decided to start seeing a therapist. And I'm very open about this because I am all about self-exploration. I am all about using, say, a therapist as a tool to get to know myself better. I'm not looking at it like I failed. I'm not looking at it like I'm a bad person. I'm looking at this as almost like a coach, somebody that's going to help to unlock a new level of me. That way we're looking at it in a positive light. That way I can see it as not like I got to sit down and listen to a therapist and tell them my problems and maybe they can fix them because it's not about fixing problems. It's about learning who you are and learning what to do differently so that you can show up as your best self. So I've had a few sessions so far and it's been very eye-opening and I've learned a lot and I, that's the journey that I'm on now. We're just getting started with that, but so far so good. What I really want to tell you about, something that has completely changed the game for me. And I'm talking like, I've been doing this for about a month now. And oh my gosh, this simple hack, this simple internal dialogue switch has changed the way I see the world, has changed my mood overall. And my relationship is just immediately better with my entire family, especially with my relationship with my wife. And of course my kids, my kids just always steal my heart and my time and I love it. And, um, can't wait to spend every second with them, maybe except when they're like just absolutely having a fit and crying. But otherwise, as much time as I can, I love spending time with them. So this hack, this hack was something that I've heard about, you know, how you can say things to yourself in a certain way, how maybe instead of saying something in a negative way, you say it in a positive way. That's what this is all about. And my wife actually brought this up to me because she started getting back working out again. And now after the doctor cleared her after having her second child, our second child, you know, and then she got cleared. So she started working out again and she started to find some inspiration to work out. Like we all need that extra kick in the butt sometimes. And she saw this post that one of her friends had posted and she shared it with me and it really just made sense to me. So the hack was something that I was listening to a podcast and it wasn't actually supposed to be a hack. It was something that I heard in it was Brennan Burchard's podcast, The Brennan Show, which is a great personal development, personal growth podcast. But I was listening to that and I heard him talking with one of his guests and he basically said that you'll rarely ever find me complaining. It's just like something I don't do. I don't complain. And, you know, I'm usually always in a good mood. And I put two and two together. I'm thinking, well, you know what? If you are complaining, you're complaining is usually putting somebody in a bad mood. What if I just stopped complaining? What if I just absolutely just never complained about anything again? I didn't complain about the dog pooping in the living room three times a day. And yes, that is a real problem. And he's like seven. So it's not going to change. Stop complaining about that. Stop complaining about not getting enough sleep because my kids wake up in the middle of the night. Stop complaining about taking out the trash at the morning of because I forgot to take him out the night before. Just stop complaining. Or if I do complain, notice consciously that I am complaining and stop it there and say, okay, that's a complaint, Ryan. Stop complaining, take it, catch that complaint and just release it and turn it into something positive. Just stop the cycle there because you complain once, you then you complain a little bit more and then you get stuck in this cycle of complaints and this cycle of negativity. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to stop complaining. Three weeks later, I haven't complained more than maybe one or two times because I've been consciously not complaining. I just stopped complaining. And if I did 
notice myself complaining, you know what I say to myself? I go, wah, wah, wah. That's our sound. Amanda, my assistant here, I even told her that, you know, if you ever catch me complaining at all, just say, wah, wah, wah. How many times has she said that? She hasn't said it once because I have not complained. I have not complained at all because I'm conscious of it. I implore you guys, stop complaining and stop explaining. No excuses. No excuses for why things aren't going your way. Just stop complaining. Make it a conscious effort today. Try it for one full day and see how what that does to your mood. Don't complain about anything. Don't complain about the taste of your coffee. If it's not the right kind of coffee, don't complain about the traffic. Don't complain about a client showing up late. Own what is happening, accept what is happening, and move the F on to something positive. Think about what you do have that is working because there is so much in your life that is working. There is so much in my life that is working and that is something to be grateful for. That's what I need to hold on to. So right now, today, stop complaining. If you catch yourself complaining, say, wow, that's a complaint. I got that complaint. I caught that complaint. And catch it with your hand, like grab it with like a fist, throw it out into the world and say, goodbye, complaint. I'm not complaining about you anymore. Try that. Let me know how it goes. You are amazing. I love you. I love hearing from you. And by the way, have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Oh my gosh, if you haven't, please do so right now because there's so much cool stuff ahead. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because it would be much cooler if you did. Plus, I don't want you to miss any of the new episodes I'm dropping weekly. Last thing, if you haven't checked out ryanweeden.com yet, there are some great freebies on there that I want to give you. So go ahead and check it out, ryanweeden.com. Thank you so much for listening. You are awesome.